Sexy Show is intended for mature audiences only. You're about to hear real people celebrating their hidden desires, naughty fetishes, and explicit sexual histories. Most guests change their name to protect their identity. Please respect and protect their anonymity. Now open your ears, your mind, and your legs for Sexy Show. Foodies love food. Trekkies love treks. If you're a sexy, then you nerd out on sex. Oh! Hey, sexies. How you doing? I'm doing good. Nice to know. I am here today, tonight actually, the sun has gone down, but the hopes are high for an awesome chat with my friend, the very sextacular Rebecca. How are you? Hi, I'm doing good. Wow, you have the largest smile I've ever seen right now. You're so happy. This makes me so happy. The gravity of your smile is sucking me in. It's like, it's really big. I wish I wish you could see it. I'm a very visual visual person, so yeah. it's it's odd to just be... I wish in other ways your smile voice. could suck me in at points too, I guess. Mm, another time, another time. All right, all right. Yeah, it, it's not a good interview if, if our mouths are busy uh, in non-speaking ways. During... Yes, that... That's a whole different. That's a whole different episode. Right, right. But one I might eventually have on here. You never know. You never know. Uh, so let's start off very simple. Okay. I know you're a little nervous leading up to the podcast, right? Fair to say. It's probably an indication is that I'm smiling as large as I am. Oh, yes. well, that that's good. So, yeah. So if you ever d- down a dark alley and someone scares you, they see the big smile. I'm just, they're yeah. gonna. That's the key. That's the cue. Um, okay. How was your day? My day, my day was good. Okay. Um, my day was different than a usual day for me. Okay. In what way? I spent the whole day doing this like interesting movement practice. Oh, we are going into this. Oh yeah. Um, so it's something called animal flow. <laughs> wow. Okay. Bring it. I think you'd really like it. It's um. So it's all about connecting to the ground. It's not freestyle rapping about mammals and reptiles. No, no, okay. but like in a way, it's like that except through your body. Okay. So it's it's a lot. It's it's extremely like physical. Okay. I, so it's through it's through my job. I'm a personal trainer. Very cool. Been that for about three months. So I can tell just by looking at. I I think my body shape has changed a little bit. I yes. have gotten a little stronger. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, it's very like concentrating our breath, connecting to the ground, like, like I don't know how to describe, it, like uh, breakdancing type inspired. Moves. Okay. What do you mimic certain animals, or you try to get them all in before the end of it? Apparently, all of them, just all, all the animals, every single one. Yeah, right. Apparently, I haven't gotten there yet, but there's like a part of it where you're actually supposed to make animal noises. Like, I think you're supposed to like growl okay. in it, and I'm waiting for that because I, I find that we haven't gotten there yet, though. Do you get turned on doing these? <laughs> I get turned on moving, dancing in any way. In any way, I love, I love it. Wow. It's constant. Okay. It's constant. <laughs> There's like screaming outside. Yeah, that's that getting out. me. Perfect, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Woo! Woo! Peril. That's my fetish. Um, okay. So that is your your day to day. You you move like an animal some days. I do. I move pretty much every day. Mm-hmm. It's either, whether I'm dancing, whether I'm taking a dance class, or I'm exercising, personal training someone. That's what I do. Let me ask. You have. One might say a decent uh, sexual background, a sex resume, 
a, de- a decent one. Depends how you want to how you want to define that. But right. Sure. Right. Sure. You're not you're not a shy one. No, I would like to think I'm not. As someone who, through their jobs, seems to be very focused on body movement, body control. Uh huh. Do you find yourself? When you're with partners being like, hmm, you can probably uh, tone up that area and watch your posture when you fuck me doggy, stuff like that. At the moment? No. Now but you will. Now that you say it. I've ruined sex for you from this point on. Could you? No. No, no, I definitely don't do that. I don't do that at all. There's things I like. There's things that I'm like, ooh, and especially now, mm-hmm. I'm around a lot of people that, I mean, personal trainers constantly, actually, and constantly, like, thinking about how to get this shape there and so like i see i'm surrounded by a lot of that so it's like like Mm. but no no okay what about with yourself i mean do you find yourself correcting your posture like while you're i don't know going down or something i don't know just curious i i think like i think i'm always thinking about how how my body looks slash like is place i'm so always thinking about I'm, how your body looks too that's yeah that's so so we have that in common that's a coincidence yes that's wild yeah yeah interesting um speaking of your body people can only hear you right now yeah people can only hear they me don't, right they now. don't they don't know, know the, no the glory that they... i'm looking at how about you yeah. you you paint <laughs> paint a picture of my paint own body is with what you're your saying. your tongue is the paintbrush this mic don't actually lick the mic but this mic is the palette and and paint the picture of 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 what what your body how would you describe your body how would i describe my body yeah let people in um i i think i have an athletic build okay i don't think i would you can like, be boastful you can i tell us your best quality okay i'll tell you what parts of my body that Strut i like that shit. what parts of my body i like i i like my boobs okay like, yeah like i think i i really like them i'm i'm grateful for that they've kind of always like since they've been there, mm-hmm. they've always been special, and I've known it. They've always, <laughs> they've always people people comment on them a lot, and at this point, I'm kind of like, yeah, 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 that's right. Could, could you uh, dive a little deeper? Yeah, what, yeah. How how are they special? They're very round, and they just like st- stand up alone. Mm-hmm. They're really very perky. They're, they're very perky. Like, like you might not be a morning person, but those are always the, up. Oh, yeah. And I'm kind of waiting for the morning where I look down and they aren't. Like, I'm waiting for that one day where I'm like, God damn it. It was good while it lasted. But also, so I have my nipples pierced and that's like a part of myself I love. Very hot. That's about over two years ago. Okay. It's a precious day. So, yeah, like that part of myself. um, I like my body. I try to, I try to love it these days, every day. But what a perfect segue into let's talk masturbation. Yes, what, masturbation. What is your routine? My routine. It's inconsistent. Inconsistent. It really depends. It's sad. It's it's a which I don't wanna I don't wanna take it there. I don't wanna that's terrible. That's terrible. Oh, I'm sorry, but we are. <laughs> it's like I don't wanna bring the mood down for everyone right now. No, let, we'll we'll dip our toe in the pool and then we'll okay. run away giggling. I guess it's kind of unexpected considering how much of like a sexually driven person i am did it used to be a pattern and now it's not or so i have a kind of a i have a story with masturbation and how it's kind of come into my life Uh i really did not masturbate until at least did not masturbate at a somewhat consistent level slash comfortably and um 
without shame for like probably until like a few years ago like three years ago maybe less wow, than yes because i had like a childhood thing when i was younger where like you know a lot of kids will like touch themselves and don't know what they're doing and the parents are like yeah it's horrible yeah but it was like to an extent to an extreme where like my parents were never like oh you're horrible like they, my parents were very kind but they it was all and like my therapist when i was a kid like it was very much like this thing where i was doing something wrong but they would not tell me why it was wrong so i was always so confused as to like why this thing was so not allowed to be done mm -hmm. finally years later like years later it like clicked in me what i had been doing and i was like mortified by it interesting yeah like i was like oh god like it's like probably not uncommon story but do you find now that that adds a thrill to masturbation or it's it's still just like uh no i don't think it adds a thrill but it, i'm more just like a weight a I weight was lifted if my parents told me not to do something i think it'd probably make me a little more aroused to do like oh i can't do that huh it was in a weird way it was the way they said it was like kids will make fun of you it was very like okay. winding it wasn't just like right. don't do it it was like it was like almost like they were laughing at it but like i couldn't I didn't really know what was going on. Mm. So then, but then it got to a point, I think it was after, I don't know, I can't remember exactly at what point something shifted, but now it's like this thing where, you know, I'm not ashamed, talk about it with my friends, like totally, totally open. So that feels great. Like, mm. um, but it depends, like the amount I do it and like how it goes for me definitely depends on like my mental state in life. I think you could be a completely sexual vixen and get your rocks off in every way except that and still it would make no difference right? i, I, I some agree people, with that they would just they'd read literatica some people they just maybe grind against something a little some people never touch themselves and always have someone else to do it let's say or you know there's i there's a million different combinations yeah and, yeah but definitely if if you ever want to partake the shame from it Get that out of there. Yeah. Right? Your one hand's busy masturbating. Take the other hand and throw that shit. Throw yeah. out the door. Same about body time. movement the next time. Yeah. Take the take the shame. Physically throw it out of you. I wish people could see. Like, I'm so used to people seeing. I'm very, like, I, I use my hands when I speak a lot. So this yeah. is different for me. But it's good. It's yeah. good. Very good. Um, you're doing good. See, you were you were very nervous before coming on here. This is fun. This is fun. Of course. Thanks for letting everyone reminding everyone of that. You know. Let's go a little deeper then. Now that you're comfortable. <laughs> let's go. Now that you're in the mood, let's uh, be a little more relaxed. Tell me about your most arousing sexual moment. My most arousing sexual moment. Yes. Well, I I think about when I hear this question. I yes. think about it in like first like markers of like okay whoa that clicked with me i've never experienced that before that was like that was it and then it like kind of continues so i don't know if this is the answer i don't know if i'm directly answering like it's only, not one only story you can know. only okay. i can know <laughs> well it was the first time that i experienced what i think of as like rough sex and it's probably in its most like such a wide term right like yes. but this was probably in its most like i don't know like i would say basic but people can like define that as any way they want primal perhaps primal yeah well 
It was I had so I had left a relationship. Okay. Left a relationship with this boy. It was beginning of college pretty much for me. Mm-hmm. And I immediately was like so ready to get out there. I was like, oh I'm, I was so horny. Like I was so ready to just fuck a lot. And I met this boy that like I had seen a while ago and then we hooked up and it was like the dominance that he had I was not used to whatsoever mm. and I immediately was like so attracted to it like I was like mm. that was the best like and when I look back and also this guy like not a good guy out of my life okay. long time ago also like not when I look back now yeah. the sex itself no like I've had much better sex oh, back by, okay. since then oh much yeah. better but in the moment, I was like, this is mind-blowing for me. It was mm. like me... It's basically like my most arousing moments are like little check, like little marks of like growth in my sexual experience. Let's get physical. Describe it physically. It was Very just like... broad terms thus far. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't... Like choking, spanking. Um, uh, yeah, like those were things that I hadn't done before and also just what choking positions like doggy like holding down Uh, and then like like him on top just like just i i enjoy being very much like bound like being very Mm. like like pressed down restricted really and in the moment i really enjoyed that but when I think back, I still I still would enjoy it. <laughs> Not with him, but I still would enjoy it. But I think back, it also was a little... I'm also iffy about the fact that he didn't know whether I enjoyed that or not. Mm-hmm. And that is not okay with me. Did you feel at any point you should have communicated something and didn't? Because the way you described it, it sounded like from start to finish, you were like, hell yeah. Totally. Totally. And I think this is in retrospect because I like learn about who he was yeah 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 yeah. so this is in retrospect but still what i also find extremely sexy is when people are like first ask is this okay which is like i think consent i mean is extremely sexy and like oh hell yeah i i think everyone should but like i verbally think it is and then having that go is like super super hot to me of course there's people that like you're so comfortable with it's like they kind of know and then you feel comfortable communicating yeah yeah but but no i was definitely into it you're right like Mm. that's true um and then the spanking the spanking i hadn't really been like confidently spanked before and i was like Shit. I was like, wait, I like you, you that kind of pain. You've had shy, meek spanks before? I think so. I don't remember my like old-ass, <laughs> dumb relationships. Okay. Yeah. But That's high school. Are you a giver and a taker, or just more of a taker when it comes to spanking? When it comes to spanking? I'll, I'll give. Mm-hmm. I will. I'm happy to, but I'm rarely asked for oh, it. Interesting. Yeah, I'm rarely asked for it. But I will. It definitely, there's always that moment in me where I'm like, can I do this? <laughs> but no, I, I definitely will. Actually, I'm definitely more dominant when I'm with a woman as opposed to the men that I've been with. Yeah. So you're, you're into both men and women. Would you say that yes. the, the thrill is often equal for whatever hardware they're carrying? Or is it you go through waves like, mm, I'm feeling more any than Audi today? Yeah, no. Uh, I think I go through waves most okay. of the time. Like, 
that's another one of my most arousing moments was when I first ate out a woman uh. and I first made her come. I was like, I have so, I just felt so like capable and like strong <laughs> and <laughs> such like I went to a, I went to a woman's college and I was so just like, yes, I go to so, this. So that was college. welcome week basically. Right? That was exactly, yeah. that was welcome. It was at the near, it was at the end of my college career actually yeah yeah i've only been with women for like a year and a half now less than wow which is insane to me yeah yeah no it's wild it's ridiculous um it's painful i don't enjoy that you passed the oral exam then congrats i thank you i got my degree yeah that's what did it did it very good very good what's your current situation do you have a girlfriend five (laughs) boyfriends are you married divorced uh, recently married no just okay. kidding i'm the opposite of that actually i would identify You're myself i'm, ba- I'm separated yeah, yeah. no i would identify myself as quite single quite single <laughs> quite single um i've been a little in the dumps lately okay. in terms of my connections with other people okay because i recently had some relationships of mine relationship in the sense of like not romantic relationship necessarily but kind of um disintegrate completely relationships that i thought would form into something that i wanted to form into something so not friendships but a potential partner potential primary partner no they were they were a friendship they they were like a best friendship who then um grew into something more and okay. then broke down and nothing. Mm-hmm. So um, that really kind of stunted me and put me in a place where I was like, what do I want? Because for the longest time, I never thought I wanted or I didn't think I wanted anything. A of relationship what, in general? Yes. Like, I didn't think I really wanted a relationship in general. You don't hear that as often. Yeah. Well, I think I wanted a... I wanted connections. I want I want deep connections. I want to give and receive. I want ideally I'd want like a polyamorous relationship, but in that moment I was ready to be like, no, I want. I was like I'm ready to be with you if that means you don't want to be with anyone else, so I'll do that. And then it was like, no. Hmm. Um and now I'm kind of in a place where I just want connection mm-hmm. and like physical whatever physical and also like whatever that means to another person emotional but, psychological yeah social. all that and i feel like those are all those are all connected for me right and i wish more people were on that mm-hmm. thought that way but i was talking to a friend the other day she just went through a breakup mm-hmm. and i feel like emotions are kind of like when you're betting at a casino where if you had a relationship that just fell through and it was a very important one to you you bet big and you lost a lot of your chips, right? Yeah, exactly. So she was kind of debating, should I go back out and date? Should I wait or whatever? And I said, if you want to start dating, just don't make the big bets yet. Make smaller conservative bets. Know that you don't have that emotional uh, piggy bank, so yeah. to speak, to, uh, to put in as big of an amount as you did before. Feel free to step away from the table. Earn a little more money slash strengthen your heart first before you go back to the big bets. Definitely. And I think maybe that's a way that you could look at it is, you know, maybe a little time could help or just making the little the little small... The little steps. Yeah. I, I like the way you described that. Thank you, yes. 
I think I'm getting I think I'm getting there. This was a little a little bit ago and I feel I'm feeling more confident in where I am now mm-hmm. and I'm slowly starting to like get back in tune with myself about that. I think the question is like how is it like what does it mean to strengthen your heart again? What does it mean to do that for yourself? Well, the next question on my mind yes, that I please. cannot help but ask is we're recording this right before you're about to go to a hotel sex party. That's true. <laughs> Tell me how these two things might uh, impact each other. Yeah, I think that's one way for me to like <laughs> gain those points, like get into myself, figure out what I like and what I don't like, but hopefully I like everything. You know, you want to like things. You don't want to not like things. So there's the joke, the best way to get over someone is to get under someone else. Uh-huh. And I, I do think, though, if you were... You know, physical pleasure, it can be such a release. Yeah. It's a healthy release. Instead of drinking too much or overeating or not eating or never sleeping or taking drugs or whatever. Totally. Sex is healthy and you actually... Doing it right, you, it makes you healthier. Yes, and you're you're Personal moving. Trainer, and you're, you know more than oh, I yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, so I think the only for me at least, I'm sure people listening might have all sorts of opinions on this, but I think the only thing to keep in mind though is as you're having fun with these people is your your heart compass might be the, you know a little pointing in all sorts of directions. Definitely, and you know, uh, just be conscious of the fact that your heart might be a little confused as yeah. you do this. And, you know, don't place the big bets when you're focused on the physical distraction. Yeah. Release, I think. I want to, like, concentrate in these situations on, like, staying in the moment yeah. and, like, finding that pleasure in the moment and right. what that means to me right then. I mean, like, sex parties, like, changed my life. Changed my fucking life. Dig into this. I... Like that's that's one of the markers in like my sexual growth, sexual experience like like, in life. Oh, I don't know about my my. And then you have like nine moments now. Like, well, this is the best moment ever. This <laughs> is the best moment ever. I do. I can think of more that I didn't say yet. But sex parties changed your fucking life. Sex parties changed my fucking life. I, I they can be an overwhelming thing for many people. That's reasonable, right? Like, yes. I went into that first sex party that I went to, and How that long was about. Was it? That was in April. That was around my birthday in April. Okay, of this year. Of this year, yes. Mm-hmm. When's your uh, birthday? April 10th. Oh, I'm the 8th. Go on. Of course. I'm not surprised. Right. Aries. Um, yeah, I, I should know by now how many times this has come up in small talk. It, it had to have come up like 200 it times It has. Now, we've talked about it. And I never pay attention to what no. an Aries is supposed to be. But. Oh, oh, that? I really don't know either. It's what okay. other people tell me, okay. I promise. Right. Uh, if you were anything else, I would be like, yeah, we get oh, along. Yeah. 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 But um, no, I have no idea. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, no. The first time I went to a sex party, whatever, I was like, I'm at home. Yeah. I remember a moment where I looked up after, you know, doing doing the thing. Looked up. We can up. say sex here. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was in like it was like such a tame one too for for me. I was just like with like another couple the entire time and I looked up and it was just a sea of bodies just like doing exactly what they wanted to be doing in that Mm -hmm. moment and i was like this is a painting and i you were lost at sea i was lost at sea and from then on i like when i'm there i feel like 
proud of myself, like proud of who I am and appreciated. And it's, yeah, I feel like I know myself better. So I, it's so, and maybe that's ridiculous. Maybe it's absolutely ridiculous. You're one of the few people who wouldn't laugh when I say this, but I I truly mean this when I say this, (laughs) that what people get from church, I think I get from attending sex parties. <laughs> Me too. Like that that sense of like, yeah. Yes, the sense of like outer body, like connecting to something larger than yourself. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. it it's funny how like sex can be such a shameful thing for people, but for there it's, it's like, true. it's a release and it's the opposite of shame. Yeah. Not pride to the point of hubris, but like, no. you know, uh, confidence and happiness. And yeah, like empowerment. Yeah. Uh-huh. And lots of chance for experiment and trying new things. Exactly. And, you know, like, oh, I don't like that. And then you watch someone do it and you're like, <laughs> maybe, maybe <laughs> I do like, like maybe that. Maybe I want that. I, I, could, I could possibly see myself liking that. Yeah. Um, is this your first hotel party? I know you've done the bigger parties. So, yeah, this is my first hotel party. Wow. The pre-game interview. And I, I've kind of been hesitating to try and like see people outside of, um, of the parties. Of the parties, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think because I just so love that space and that it almost feels like a separate world mm-hmm. from this one I'm living in. When it's like it's they're not. They're the same world, and they can be the same world. And for sure, I. I like to break it down. There's three, in terms of amount of people, there's the one-on-one or one-on-twos or whatever, the, yeah. the intimate, like it's just these few people. Then you have the smaller parties, which is the one you're about to go to. Uh-huh. And then the larger sex parties, which have like over 100 people. And they all have different styles associated with them, different forms of comfort, different forms of thrills. The one-on-one is way more intimate, way more private, and you can be... A lot more experimental in uh-huh. the sense that if you trust that person, you do all sorts of crazy shit. Whatever you want. Right? And that could be crazy in a physical, in a kinky way, in an emotional way, whatever. Um, with uh, the really large parties, you can get lost in the crowd. Mm-hmm. You can spend a lot of time looking at one particular thing and not feel like you're a creep. You can love that there's so many eyes are on you yeah you could just dance and if you're not feeling in the mood then like you're you have the freedom to not be sexual in that space as well with the smaller parties what's really interesting one of the reasons i tend to really love them is it has a uh casual friendship hangout vibe yeah where um it doesn't feel intimate like one-on-one, like, oh my God, this is so intense, you're amazing. Yeah. It doesn't feel like crazy party, like, woo! But this it's, is happening. But it's yeah. like friends just like chilling naked. Maybe someone's like fucking on top of you and you're talking about like, oh my God, did you see that game the other day or whatever? Yeah. And it's it's such an awesome mixing of comfort and arousal, mm. which, which I don't know, I really love. No, it's, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, one of my friends who's coming tonight, uh, her, one of her favorite things is just, like, sitting there touching herself while, like, she's not doing anything. She's just hanging out, touching herself, and, like, watching people casually fuck or whatever. That's awesome. So, yeah. Three different uh, populations of a yeah, party and three yeah. different styles. So, um, I'm curious which of the three you might 
you might uh, prefer like or me too me know. too they all they all have their own thing and obviously with the the two smaller ones both a small party and with the intimate it depends way more on the people you're with too, oh so. definitely i'm sure because i mean at bigger parties you can kind of if you're not feeling a person you could go find go off and find another group or right. person or just dance on your own yeah the bigger parties too there's a lot what i kind of love and this is so ridiculous but i'm a sex nerd i am a sexy it, there's a lot of strategy involved as far as time management, um, as far as space management. Oh, yeah. There's because there's so much chaos. Uh-huh. There's just so much movement. A wild and amount. And so many people and a lot of people are, they aren't showing all their cards. So you have to figure out what each person is, what they're looking for, what their partner's looking for, what they're okay with, what they're communicating, what they're not. Yeah. And then you got to manage your time. You can't spend too much time. Let's say you want to have sex with someone. You can't spend too much time talking with them or not enough time talking to them. you got to find the Goldilocks zone. Definitely. Talking with them just enough to get them hooked, but they don't feel uncomfortable because, you know, you're talking to them too much or not enough. Like, well, they're not interested. Yeah. Well, my first ever... My first ever sex party. Yeah. First ever like connection at sex party. I mean, you were you were sitting right there. Oh, and this is great. You were sitting right there. Tell this to me. Yeah. And you were trying to, you you the whole group I think was new the that was sitting next to me like on mattresses. Okay. And so you you were kind of trying to help us. You clearly knew that we all wanted to start something, and you you were trying to help us. And I there was a girl next to me, and she had told me earlier that like. She might want to. She's never been with a woman, but she like kind of wanted to try and is open to it. And like I was like, she, you're so hot. Like I thought she was really hot, and I was like, we were like touching and whatnot. But I was kind of getting the vibes of like two straight girls like being like, Rrr. and she's doing an interpretive dance as she describes. That. Yeah, yeah, I am. Just imagine, just imagine. A but happy wiggle. Yeah, no. The first like interaction at. The sex party where I was trying to have sex, I got just straight up rejected. Oh, really? Yeah, she. I'm gonna say it wasn't me, like anything about me necessarily, except for the fact that I am a woman. But she was like, no, no, not tonight. And then I think she ended up leaving, so it just didn't seem like the space for her. Mm. But it's just, I find it funny too that it was like the very first thing there mm. was like, no, I'm not gonna do that. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. But then more happened, and it was great. Rejection is beautiful. Yeah. In the sense that it saves you time. It saves the other person time. Yes. Obviously, people who aren't as confident, it can be painful for Mm -hmm. them. But for people that are, you know, used to it, I'm very used to rejection. It's perfectly fine with me you i would give it's just give me 100 rejections that take 30 seconds versus i gotta do the math real quick well whatever versus no i need this accurate (laughs) i need this accurate math whatever someone taking you know a half an hour to make a decision definitely and then it eventually turns to no um i would rather know right up instead of having either of our times because it's not in their benefit either yeah no and the perception is often oh i want to protect them i want to be courteous i I don't want to make them feel bad but it's like i want to be courteous give them more time to find other options yeah um so and you you know you know you got the the money makers hanging right there up front so it it wasn't you with with those beautiful (sighs) 
good morning. I wonder there. where she is now, you know? Probably fine. Probably fine. You're like, I'm over it. I often look out the window. Sometimes I think about it. Sometimes I wonder if she's going to walk in that door. No, no, it's not. There's plenty of incredible people. A lot of people go to parties. They will, they'll freak, not freak out, but they will be like, oh, I'm overwhelmed. Yeah. And they, you know, they'll, they'll skadoodle out of there. Yep. That's the sexiest word I could find to describe the situation. It got me. Lots of skadoodlers at these things. Yeah. Yeah, skadoodlers. They don't want to stay in kajiggle, so they skadoodle. Um, Please continue. Yeah. Uh, All right. Um, Let's go into something a little more taboo, a little more risque. Oh, it's coming for me. Of course I am. There's a word you used before we started this interview that jumped out at me in the text chain. uh, Really? Yeah. Uh, we haven't yet talked about it yet on the podcast. Oh. Degradation. <laughs> Let's talk degradation, shall Oh, we? no. You really singled out that one, didn't you? I did, indeed. Talk me through it. You get aroused by degradation, right? Well, yeah. The answer is yes. Giving, receiving, or both? Ooh. Receiving? Yeah, I'm sorry. Maybe that was some silence. Yeah. No, I haven't. <laughs> Definitely receiving. Okay. I mean, it's that place of, uh, if I'm defining it right in your mind, like that place of like submissiveness mm-hmm. that I enjoy, but like kind of farther than that. Mm-hmm. Definitely receiving, but the, so the way that I kind of realized, oh, I, I do, I do enjoy this, and for me, that's kind of one that is like my other friends might, if I tell them about that. They might be like, Rebecca, what? Like, that's one more that they would question me about. I'm less likely to speak about that with people that I know might not be outright comfortable about it. So I was in a situation, like, I was having sex with someone who said that he enjoyed it. And I was like, hmm, yeah, like, I I would participate in that. I would try that. As a giver? Consent. Um. Yeah, like he okay. he wanted it wanted from me, it. Yeah. but I never done that before, so I didn't okay. really know what it entailed. But I I like giving people what they want if they really like it, even if it's something I haven't done before. Mm-hmm. At least to try it, as long as it's something that I've I'm com- like comfortable with on a baseline level. Yeah. But like it was difficult for me to do just because I'd never done it before, shyness, whatever. But then, like, the roles kind of reversed, and he started doing that to me, and I, I knew it. Yeah, like, I knew I'd like uh, it. I'm going to pause for a second. Mid-scene, it reversed? A little bit, so yeah. were you doing so bad of a job that he just started... <laughs> you think you're degrading me. I'm going to degrade you no, for your like lack a, of degrading skills. It was like a mutual decision between us. It it was like a, a it was like he want, like <laughs> it was like this was gonna be the role and then he was like do you want me to do this and then I was like yes and then we like switched roles you and okay. like literally flipped it like right. flipped it. Um, are, are these by the way, are they verbal things? Are they acts or are they both? Both. Oh, you a kinky girl. <laughs> Guess what? I am too. So I'm basically <laughs> what I'm into everything. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nice sarcasm there. What? You're what? The, yeah, no. Can you t- see that tone? I'm in, in all voice? kinds of degradation. Giving, yeah. receiving, both, neither, yeah. everything. Yeah. But also, 
it's something I want to explore more. Like, I don't... It's not something where I'm like, oh, it's, like, so normal, natural to me. I do it all the time. No, I think I've really partook in it. Is that a word? I don't know. Partook in Partook in Part. It'll be the safe word for this evening. <laughs> yeah, part, partook in. There's a question you're too shy to answer. Just say partook in. Partook in and it'll get you right there. Oh, I came. No. Um, beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, no, it's something that like I'm, I'm more interested in because I think I know that I would like it. Right. That being said. Yes. Here's a two-parter. Oh, good. Okay. I love that. I you love know your two-parter. safe word now, right? Partook in. If you're too shy to answer. One is your fantasy that you'd like to have happen, and one oh is my. that has had and that has happened in terms of degradation. So degradation that has happened, whether that's a verbal or physical or both act, describe the one that turned you on the most. And then same thing for a fantasy. Okay. If, if you dare. I, uh, I believe uh, in you. All right. Yes. I, I, yes. Um... Again, like I said, the, I mean, I explained, like, it's it's not something that I've done a lot, but I just know that I'm interested in it. But, like, what, I guess I'll just say, like, what what I liked, like, I, I enjoyed, like, being, like, punished in a way. I enjoyed, like, being, like, slapped in the face. Like, I've never had that happen with a partner before. And, like, I enjoyed that, that pain. Um, even being, like... Like this happened at a at a one of the parties too. Like somebody just kind of spit on me, and I was like, "Well, somebody spit in my mouth," and I was like, kind of taken aback, and I kind of laughed at it. I didn't like not laughed at the fact that they enjoyed that, but laughed at like, "Wow, that really just happened to me," and I wasn't expecting it. But like, I did not like it. Like I like that's good. Like yeah, so fast. So they didn't, they didn't ask. Before, no, they right? didn't. Which isn't cool. That's not okay. <laughs> But I was kind of like, that was the most ridiculous. Like, I was like, this is happening right now. Uh, okay. Twice now does it come up. Twice. Like, that was so hot. Also, it wasn't okay, but it was but the, hot. It's a weird conflict, you For know? Sure. That it I mean, ha- that's, that's the basis of sex. Yeah. <laughs> right? When things are wrong, right? when they're naughty, when they're, you know, there's yeah. something in your brain that's like, ooh, that adds a thrill. Yeah. I mean, and it's... You know, to go on a little hippie hippie rant for a second here. There's nothing wrong with it. These are things among adults. No one's getting hurt, right? It's true. It, obviously, in some cases, things are very bad. But yeah, the, the whole big picture point is that we shouldn't... I don't think we should feel guilty for enjoying things that, uh, you know, might appear a little blurry or, or are a little blurry. The point is that we should always respect each other. Yes. Strive to communicate. Strive yes. for consent. Always strive for it. But we are fucked up creatures. Yeah. We are animals that, you know, there's some little things in our brain yeah. that, that just turn us on. And sex isn't necessarily moral, but it's not immoral. Yeah. I think, like, I realized after a while that um, humility for me is something that, like, I'm really turn on by in myself like for a while i didn't understand like i would almost like dislike myself for enjoying the fact that i liked to be in that place of submission and like goes along with degradation like i would have been like mortified with myself for enjoying that but it got to it's like like what you were saying it's like that's just like an erotic world that i live in where i enjoy that and it's not like as long as you come out of that and you 
have that mutual respect and hold yourself accountable to your actions and how you're making another person feel then yeah there shouldn't be shame surrounding that totally agree second part of the question now fantasy (laughs) see this is where i'm the worst at oh come on because i feel like i have such like an open mind to everything like i want to try everything that like i'm so bad at like formulating some specific fantasy i feel like i'll know it when i feel it is the thing (laughs) like when it comes i'll be like that was my fantasy all right i'll give you a simple one yeah you tell me this is a very tame one okay um you tell me, turn on, turn off, or neutral. I love that. Let's play this game. All right. Oh, yeah. I could I could talk for hours about all different degradation acts. Um, your face down, ass up, and as the guy spanks you, he is stepping on your head with his bare foot, holding you down with his foot as he spanks you. Turn on. Turn on. Yeah, yeah. All right. There you go. We want more? Sure. Yeah, let's right. go. Let's go with... We haven't talked much about the verbal, so what yeah. about uh, verbally degrading you for... Ooh, let's, let's try this one. For masturbating. Verbally degrading me for masturbating. And making you touch yourself so he can watch and he degrades you as you do it. See, I like the concept of it. Like, mm-hmm. when I think about that, it turns me on. But if I, if someone were to do that to me, that pressure of like having to perform Mm -hmm. and touch myself, I don't think I would get, I don't think I would be able to do that. Like, I don't think I would be able to get that physical pleasure from it. All right, let's let's, uh, change the variables then. Okay. Let's say you're now blindfolded. And instead of watching you, he's whispering in your ear. And you're doing it. He can feel you doing it. He's not watching it. But he's whispering in your ear, degrading you for touching yourself. It's definitely a turn off. There's nothing like, no, actually, you said that and mm, throw it away. I, this whole this whole thing, mm, no. <laughs> yeah, I could tell I got you there. Yeah. yeah. See, this is what, I, so I'm a true switch. I love doming. I love subbing. Yeah. This is what I love about doming is, you know. This they, is good. People give you like parts of the puzzle and like you figure out what piece is to slide in and like oh. that's like the things that turn me on the most is like these the little things that i notice that people do mm-hmm. within within the kinks let's like, your examples i don't know like it's such it's such tiny things like a guy was like spanking me and i responded well and he was like oh like you you like that and i was like yes do it again like in sexy words whatever mm-hmm. and he like licked his hand before spanking me and i was like i like the fact that you just did that that like that was something that's apparently something you do like it's so simple but like yeah. it's little things that people enjoy like i enjoy indulging in other people's kinks as well Oh, for sure. Yeah. I I say this every time I'm talking to a new person about my sexuality. It's I'm so eager to please. It's yeah. Like, whatever that other person is, you know, I will match that. It's almost like if you ever do improv, like they teach you like, yes, and. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, very similar. I kind of try to follow that throughout my life, too, yeah. in my own, like, yeah, vocabulary. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> 
That, that's definitely me sexually. Yeah, you, you're doing good with these tougher questions, right? I, I'd say these are some of the, the really much deeper questions I've been asking other people. Oh, I appreciate that. Keep hitting me. Keep hitting you. Oh, oh no. What, what a coincidental <laughs> phrasing. What a coincidental phrasing. I want to do, we'll do a few more for turn on, turn off. Okay, cool. And I'm not going to be as focused on trying to get ones that would turn you on. Okay. I'm just going to grab in the dark Just going to see what, see what I just say. Just random things if okay. they turn you on. Off. I'll just say that often if it's something that I haven't tried before, uh-huh. like I'm like, I don't know, I haven't tried it. So I, w- I would try it. Like, right. But I guess there's a difference between trying it and being like that specifically turns me on. Yeah. So. So continue. Um, let's go with having words written all over your body. Whoa. To degrade you. I've never even thought of that as know. being something that people, I mean, people do it, but I've never, I've never thought about that. Well, you have three, three options to respond to. That's true. Turn on, off, or neutral. I, I feel like they have to say it. Like, I don't. They have to be read to me. Like, they have to... So, I don't know. I guess that's kind of maybe a neutral right now. Yeah, cause... I mean, yeah. It's not going to be, like, about Yertle the Turtle or anything. <laughs> and also, like, I feel like it would be kind of a pain to, like, have to, like, rub these words off of you the next day. <laughs> so, maybe more of neutral on the side of, like... Neutral. Yeah, okay. side of neutral. Got a neutral. All right. Let's do... Uh, leashed up in public. Oh... Turn on. Whoa. All right. Okay. <laughs> that sounds fun. That's, yeah. Wow. You would do that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was a great reaction. Uh, <laughs> ideally, yes. <laughs> In my ideal world, I would do that. Giggle gasms there for a second. I would do it. I would do it. Fuck it. I would do it. That's cool. Have you ever, have you ever had a, a dom or a sub in the sense like that was your relationship status? That was your... Like, oh, when I'm with that person, we are in these modes. No, I have not. Okay. Do you like the idea of a structure like that where um, there's kind of a a dance partner? Like, oh, that when I'm that with that person, that, we do this dance and do. they leave. I think I do. Yeah. yeah. I definitely do. I just have never been connected with someone who like also thought that way. Or Yeah. Those can be fun. When it comes to kink, when it comes to DS... Uh, some people they crave the structure some people they don't like the structure yeah yeah and also i i guess since i haven't like i wouldn't be the one to like initiate that so the closest that i have i feel like i've come close with like a relationship that i had in the past with this girl and that was also one of my like sexual turning points um turned which way turns like driven like moved forward in a positive direction for okay. me. she like introduced me to like the concept of having this like outside erotic world that she was just like so open and like wanting to experiment and do more and explore and i was like that's amazing like i want i've wanted a person like that for a long time so that was the closest but then we didn't end up lasting so it's okay though it it's fine it fine was, time it was worth all the it was worth the laughs and smiles and orgasm. Yeah, at the time I wanted to be 
open and she did not so it was a different relationship open relationship yeah okay. different mind space yeah yeah because you describe her as a very open person i'm like she was open I thought. she she was other than but more than monogamous yeah more monogamous she wasn't wasn't into that do you can you fall in love with men as well as women um yeah i mean men or women i like i said i i mean i've like identified as queer bisexual pan like for longer than i've actually like been with only straight men like but but again like i said like i've up until a year and a half or less than that i'd only been with straight men i I was kind of a serial monogamous like dated like like one straight cis man after a little bit someone who loves the perks of singledom exactly exactly now now i am i yeah. kind of like burst out of that i love the perks of singledom but also it can get depending on the people you interact with in the that arena it can get um it's, it's like surf very surface level for me and i want something deeper than that yeah. i want communication you would, you would definitely thrive in an open relationship exactly yeah. <laughs> but other people don't seem to yeah. feel like they can thrive in it okay. but to answer your question Yes, like I feel like fall in love with any gender, men, women, but um, for the most part, I feel like I'm more emotionally connected and attracted to women. Mm-hmm. But even that right now is shifting with like just feeling saddened by the female relationships in my life recently. Mm-hmm. So, both, yeah. Here's an interesting question. I need to ask more people this because I move so quickly and confidently and I'm very, I put all my cards out there. I'm very uh, uh, efficient in that sense. So Aries. How do you, (laughs) there you go. Okay. What an Aries. I'm learning more. The 900th time I'm told what an Aries is, I'm sure I'll be like, yes. Yes, me. Am I a fire sign? Is that accurate? Yeah. Okay, good. Okay. Right. I had a one in four shot, right? I don't think there's a fifth element, so. <laughs> so you got it. You yeah, got it. I'm a, I'm a fire, apparently. <laughs> there's, it's made up just for you, that fifth element. Yeah. So my... Great movie. So my question is, as someone who initiates all the time... Yes. What What is your form of initiation? How do you go from just friends to fucking or just friends to loving? God. Because my I only have one speed and it's like like very quick. As in like internally in yourself or like in discussion? I fall in love, like and lust very quickly. And Interesting. I I don't do it in a or at least I hope I don't do it in a uh you know, uh an overwhelming way, but a but a very, you know, blunt like I'm feeling this. This you know, here's here's my positive attitudes. My negative, get back to me. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know. Yeah, yeah. Me, give Let me your me thoughts. Yeah. Best. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, so. <laughs> Winky emoji. P.S. No. Um, good question. Yes. I don't have a solid form of initiation, and I want one. That's kind of what I'm working on is, like, right now especially, being like, you know what? And it seems so normal. Like, obviously this is what you should do, but it's like, no, I'm going to kind of demand communication as much as another person can give me at the time. And even if that's like, I'm sorry, but I can't give you this communication right now. That's mm-hmm. like, good, you're communicating, you can't. Right. But often 
then they can't. But where I am right now is I want to be like that in the way that I'm like, this is what I need. This is what I feel about you. Take that. How do you feel? Mm-hmm. And I feel like I've tried to do that. And the people in my life just don't don't want that to happen. <laughs> and so it doesn't happen, which just makes me in in the relationships to come that have been coming be even more i've taken a seat back and be like a follower when i want to be a leader it's all a roll of the dice sometimes you know you meet the right people sometimes you don't you can be an amazing match for a lot of people or an amazing match for very few people yeah but i think based purely on mathematics the majority of people in the world are compatible with someone. Yeah. I think that's a very safe bet to say. So just keep that that math problem in mind. Yeah. In the sense that at least my philosophy is just keep trying and trying and trying and trying and trying. Yeah. My, my current girlfriend, this is so true and it's uh, embarrassing, but I get off to anything. So I don't care if this is humiliating. Probably I messaged over a thousand people on OkCupid before I met my current girlfriend. It's amazing. It's not. Yeah. And that's... If I'm remembering correctly, that's very close to a thousand rejections, <laughs> whether it's not answering yeah, or saying no or whatever. Um, and but I was insistent, like, nope, I'm going to. I know that someone is there. There's probably very few people that can match with me, so I'm gonna have to put in the extra effort to dig through, you know, all these people yeah. that uh, that don't. And it it did eventually work. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of that has to do with I just rolled the dice Works a lot. pretty dang well, yeah. Yeah. Well, also here's the thing that I do yeah. is that I, I choose the people. Like I focus my concentration on the people that feed into my insecurities. The people, yeah, the, the people who show appreciation for me, show communication, show that they actually do want to see me. That like, who knows, maybe I would have a chance of like really connecting with them maybe i'm not as interested because i don't think i would but no those are the people that i kind of like it's it's not a it's not a thing that i like about me it's not a thing that's helped me but those are the people that i sometimes like kind of leave on the side and then the people that like i like i'm grabbing for their attention and like grabbing for something more grabbing for their communication with me mm-hmm. of course they're the they're the ones that don't give it to me because i know that they're like they're not right for me yeah but something about it here so here's a theory i have with that yeah oh i have i have it i have it thought out but well i think there's a, a goldilocks zone in i know in astronomy there's a term the goldilocks zone yes where if, if a planet is too close to a star you can't have liquid water if it's too far from a star you also can't have liquid water which isn't good for life they're looking for life on planets on exoplanets planets of other stars they're the candidates for the best ones to carry life are the ones that are just the right amount of distance from the sun the goldilocks zone yeah not too warm not too cold liquid water life could be there yeah and my theory in general is why we tend to chase after the people that don't like us or the people that you know show that affection and we were like eh, whatever about we all have different goldilocks zones of yeah. we don't want people to be too far or too close yeah so we're constantly repositioning ourselves to the people the people that are too close we create a little distance people too far we try to bring closer yeah and 
I think, yeah. So the ideal match is someone who you're not only sexual and social and psychological match, but also you have the same uh, emotional proximity preferences. Yeah, interesting. I know that makes a lot of sense. It's a good. That's a good visual. It's a good <laughs> metaphor. <laughs> Thank Jay. You very much. Wow. Oh, oh my gosh, this is emotional. Emotionally turned on right now. <laughs> <laughs> on that note. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, I'm so happy that I could be here. You were an amazing guest. Was I? Thank of you. Of course. I hope you all think so. <laughs> now let's go to that sex party. Ooh. Foodies love food. Trekkies love treks. If you're a sexy, then you nerd out on sex. Oh. Hey, sexies. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe on iTunes, give a five-star rating, and or follow us on Spotify. If you have constructive feedback or live in the greater New York City area and would like to be a guest on the show, please email me at sexyshow at gmail.com. That's S-E-X-I-E-S-H-O-W at gmail.com.